this is a completely unplanned, unstructured, impromptu podcast because something's been on my mind and it's just kind of swirling in there without uh, structure and without form. So I thought, let me just try to start talking about this. And if it's crap, then I won't post it. But it feels like if it feels like it has or is giving you some inspiration or some value, even if it's imperfect and messy, I will post it for you. Okay, so this is super random, but I, now that I'm living in Portugal, there are limited things that I can watch on the boob tube. And one of them is Netflix. And I I happen to like, you know, there's a lot of different things I like, but for some reason I got hooked into this series um, called Chef's Table. And specifically, this one was Chef's Table Pizza. And you must be thinking like, what does this have to do with anything, Diane? I'm like, you're right. Well, honestly, I think there was like six, six, six episodes in this series. And it talked about each person's journey and the specific, unique style of pizza they create. And they're from all over the world. They're in Italy, obviously, uh, Phoenix randomly, um, Portland, Oregon, where I lived for over 20 years, uh, Tokyo, all over the world. And each each person that was highlighted in the series had their very own and very unique take on the way they make pizza. And also how much of honestly like a calling it was. It wasn't like they grew up thinking or they thought my career is going to be in pizza. Um, It kind of just came to them um, through different avenues. Now, one of the things that was consistent in this series, after I watched the last one last night, one of the things that was consistent is each one, each person's story and evolution of how they got to where they were. It wasn't overnight. It wasn't easy. They had to come overcome so many obstacles. Um, two Asian, um, two of the Asian chefs, one was uh, a, a Korean American woman and one who is um, Japanese, they both had to not only deal with um, kind of just the typical obstacles of creating a business, finding your own lane, doing all those things, but also they had to also deal with, you know, family um, dynamics of like you, we do not do this kind of thing in the family. This is beneath us. This is not, you're supposed to be a lawyer that you're supposed to be a dentist. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be this. You're shaming our family. Uh, we're disowning. I mean, like hard, crazy stuff that they had to overcome. 
And I was thinking about all of this. I mean, some of them actually made me cry. I mean, it's, it's weird to say, but some of the stories, particularly like, I liked the Korean American woman because she did have to overcome quite a bit. She got, you know, bullied in school and she taught, you know, because she was very different. She, the first day she was in like elementary school, she came with this weird food that nobody else had ever seen or heard of. And so she overcame it, it by when she was a kid by actually you know, shunning her culture and trying to fit in, which, you know, that's, that's what one does. But the, what she, what has now shifted is that she is now has learned to embrace her culture, love her culture, find pride in her culture and actually bring Korean ingredients into her pizza. And I like her because she is, um, she's passionate and she's um, and she's honest, and she's like, look, I was a jerk. <laughs> she didn't say it that way, but that's what she was saying. And I had to, you know, go through these things and stay committed because I believed in this so much. Um, and I had, to, and everything worked out with her family, and it's great. And she swears a lot, so I kind of like her. It's like she's got this this uh, Asian culture of refinement and being a certain way. And then she's dropping the F-bomb. <laughs> like, I like her. <laughs> um, so I just was just so moved by the spirit of the series and all of the stories. Um, even the Italian-like story, like the guy wanted to carve his own lane and in pizza making instead of moving away from the generations of family tradition and he didn't speak to his brothers for years and it was just like all these crazy stories and so i just found it so amazing because so many of us look at others successes um whether it's like they found their passion they're successful in their business or, you know, they look a certain way, they're fit, they're, you know, they have a, the right relationship, they have the right financial story, you know, whatever it is, we look and we, we compare ourselves to that, but we don't know anything about their stories. So I loved that they shared the journey with us in, these, in this series and really made me feel and empowered and excited and inspired and made me want to just say, where in my life, and there's plenty, do I hold back? Do I hold back because I don't want to be thought of as loud or, um, or what's the word, pushy? or not even pushy. I, 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 I guess I want to be perceived in a certain way. And if I fail, what are people going to think? If I really like go all in and do what I want to do in the way that I want to do it, because honestly, there's been so many things that I've done from the advice of people and I didn't feel aligned with, but I thought, okay, they're the experts. That's what I should be doing. 
And and now I just want to just like bust out of that and do things that feel inspiring to me, right? So I actually am working on something, but I feel like, and I'm excited to share it with you, and, and, and I hope it's something that will inspire you as well. But um, I, I want to do it in a way that's bigger. And I feel like I still, even when I'm creating, I feel like I'm holding back because maybe I won't be good enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm, you know, not blank enough. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have enough credentials. I don't know. It's so dumb. And um, I just feel like I I want to break through that paradigm and that old story and, you know, without attachment to it. You know, I think that is a key, like being kind of what I like, the term I like is serenely attached, detached from the experience, like have the experience, enjoy the experience. But that experience doesn't is not going to be the thing that defines you or makes you who you are how you're being during that experience is, you know, how you navigate um, the experience is, is the most important thing. And I'm thinking about this because, you know, right now, you know, in this wood element, this spring season, like what are the things that I should be cultivating, that I should be nourishing? Like there's this new thing that's starting to blossom and it's been it's been germinating right it's been germinating and i've been resisting it actually for a year i've um it has evolved a little bit from what it started at as a year but it it's i've been it's been evolving and germinating and i've you know kind of tabled it and moved on and i don't regret it i always feel like you know there's always divine timing right timing is everything and you know a year ago was not the right time but i was thinking about all the, the this is the time in the wood element season where you think about some of the characteristics of the wood element um, time and it's really about being grounded and being being so um grounded and in in your conviction in what you want to create and but also being flexible you know enough so that you're not rigid you can you can if you're if you're flexible enough you'll see more opportunities you'll see other ways you'll be more open-minded but this is also the time that we should be creating the structure, creating the framework, creating the flow, making sure I'm not stagnant. Um, you know, this growth time, right? Growing pains, things are growing. It might feel uncomfortable. It might feel, you know, a little bit different than what I thought I was going to be doing right now. And I have to be okay with that. And just feel in alignment, feel in this flow, right? This, you know, not stagnant and feel, experience the growing pains and also just keep 
moving forward in that growth. Because before you know it, this fire element season comes or this fire element is the next phase of no matter what you're doing. If you're working on your health or you're working on a project or you're you're starting a new career or business or relationship, these phases can happen anytime. Right now just happens to be the wood element season. Um, so it's kind of heightened, but we go through these, these phases on a consistent basis from morning until night, we go through these phases. That's why, you know, I always say the wood element is like the birth or something new. And that's why I like the first thing in the morning, we should be, you know, planning out our day, um, creating a structure, looking at our calendar, seeing what the flow of the day is going to be like. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you in hopes that you can look at what are the things in your life that maybe have been germinating? Maybe they've been germinating. Maybe it's um, a relationship. Maybe it's, you know, meaning, you know, sometimes it's about cultivating new relationships, releasing old re relationships that are not serving you, doing something that you've been wanting to do, creating new purpose in your life, changing a career. A lot of women in kind of, I've been, you know, you know, I'm in this, you know, middle-aged, you know, 50-something menopausal age. <laughs> and so many women I know um, my age are in this new transition, a new phase of their life. They're birthing something new. It's a new way of being. And so what is it that you want to, you know, create in your life? What do you want to experience? What are the things that you've been thinking about, but maybe been holding back for one reason or another? And, you know, remembering that it's a journey, it's an evolution. We have to go through steps and processes and, you know, falling down and, falling back up, you know, getting back up, falling forward. That's what I say, falling forward. You fall and then you move forward. It's not like you go back, you fall forward. And so what is what are the things that you are doing right now that you can just say, let me let me put pen to paper and create just journal about what this can look like. What are the steps that I would need to take to get there? And you can start creating the structure or the blueprint or the framework or the, the roadmap to get there. This is the time to, this is the stage um, of the evolution of the five elements and the evolution of your life and the elevation, elev <laughs> elevation, no, it's not elevation, evolution, <laughs> oh my God. See, I'm so not prepared. Um, that this is the time that you can be creating something really magical. So take a few breaths. Let's move that chi. Don't, you know, you want to make sure you're moving that chi. Breathe into it. Move your body. Take a walk. Do some like walking thinking. I, wa I think a lot when I'm walking. Sometimes I put little messages in my phone because I'll have these ideas or sit down and journal, 
create a plan and know that anything is possible. Even if you're in the middle of menopause and you're like, I can't get a grip on what's going on in my body right now. Um, there is so much that you can be creating and doing and experiencing and don't hold back. But also remember, there are steps that you can take and it's okay. Just stretch a little, get a little uncomfortable, feel the growing pains and it'll be worth it because this is the time in our lives where we can be making magic. All right, well, I hope this was inspiring in some way. I hope it made sense. Um, go watch that series. I think you might like to hear the stories and I would love to know um, if you watch them what you think. All right, for now, take care.